Can you say those three words with me? Lest we forget. I'm going to tell you, this audience, I love the first audience. They're nice people. This audience is so much more lively than the first one. Don't screw it up. Stay lively the whole way. Here we go. Here we go. Lest we forget. Title of the message today. Where did I come up with the title? I was thinking about this subject anyway. I was in North Carolina. But that joker looking at me and saying to me, and here's how he did it. It's hard to be an American. And his head went back. It's hard to be an American. I just wanted to pop his head while he was already leaning back. But I didn't. I didn't. I was a good person. And instead, I put a message together. Here we go. Let's go with the message. First of all, I've studied Memorial Day over the years. I grew up not knowing what Memorial Day was. I had no idea what it was. Is it for veterans? Is it for people who died? Is it just a weekend to go to the beach? I had no idea. It was only a few years ago that really I delved into our country's history and I started being a crazy history person about this country. And that's why every summer I do In God We Trust messages around the 4th. And now i got a bunch of them, amen? One of them's on Memorial Day. Check it out sometime. I'm not going to give you all the history, but I want to tell you a little bit about Memorial Day real fast. What is Memorial Day? It's a day of remembering, this is what it is, the men and women who died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. That's what Memorial Day is. Those who died while serving in the military for our country. Got that? That's what Memorial Day is. It goes back, quite frankly, before there even was a, a military when people were fighting for the freedoms that we have in this country, we were memorializing their memory for those that braved the bloody seas, those that came over here. This goes way back in our nation's history. And quite frankly, it started with the church. The church is the one who started memorializing the dead. Okay, because we know we'll see them again. Amen. And we know their cause was just. So this is rooted in the church. So what we're doing today on a church on a Sunday morning, you might think, Hey, you know, Clark's all political, talking about America and everything. Guess what? Believe it or not, that's what the church used to do. The church loved America. The church talked about America. The church talked about values and honor and integrity and doing the right thing and and dying for your country like Jesus died for us on the cross. That was the theme of the church. Believe it or not. It's still sort of my theme. I like it. Let's keep looking. What is Memorial Day? On Memorial Day... Certainly at the Capitol, at military bases around the country, around the world, where American servicemen and women are, the flag of the United States is going to be raised briskly to the top of the staff. And then it's going to be solemnly lowered to half staff where it remains until noon. Let's watch it. It'll stay like that till noon on Memorial Day. At noon, it's then raised back to full staff for the remainder of the day. The half-staff position remembers the more, can you say it with me? The more than one million men and women who have given their lives in service of this country. More than one million have died so that you and I can be free. Is that worth remembering? Come on. At noon, their memory is raised. We remember them half-staff. But their memory is what? Raised by the living. That's us. 
who were thankful and grateful. And we resolved to not let their sacrifice be in vain, but to rise up ourselves in their stead and continue to fight for liberty and justice for all. That's what Memorial Day is about. That's what the flag's about. We're to thank the Lord for it. That's what it's all about. You learned. You learned it now, okay? That's what it is. It's different than Veterans Day. It's Memorial Day. Got it? And that's why we do what we do here today. That's why we made a big deal out of it. If it was your loved one that died and you were sitting in a funeral, wouldn't you want me to, to do a good job for them? Wouldn't you want me to comfort you guys and also remember them with honor? Well, that's what we do to the more than one million who gave their life for our cup. That's what Memorial Day is all about. And I alluded to it earlier. Since the very beginning of Memorial Day, way before there was anything called a Memorial Day, ceremonies, but these Memorial Day ceremonies, there, there was a church service often that would take place. We're talking a couple of hundred years plus ago. And then there would be what after the church? You thought we're having it just because I like to eat, don't you? Nah. I do love to eat, though. It's hard to be American and eat as much as I eat. God help us all. Anyway, here we go. It's actually believed. You can look in Wikipedia and find out Memorial Day history. I looked all over the place when I was studying this years ago. Wikipedia, it's actually believed that this practice of Memorial Day began before the Civil War, and the real origin of Memorial Day is the church. That's where it started, with a service like this and with dinner on the grounds. The difference is, back in those days, they'd have a service, and probably two-thirds of the audience would have had people who died in the war. See, that's why we forget, because we don't have anybody who's dying right now. I guarantee it, if you lost a son or a daughter... Father, I guarantee it, you'd have been in tears all morning up here. Is that true, yes or no? And we forget. That's the, that's the reason I want us to have this message today, lest we forget. Because we're not losing people, our very own flesh and blood. And because, yeah, they're fighting in different places, but they're not coming home in body bags constantly like they, they could be and have been. We forget. Let's not forget. So this started in the church, celebrating and honoring the dead, the fallen. And this is a quote of mine. Most Behind most good things in America, you'll find God. Say that with me. Behind most good things in America, you'll find... And it's funny how we want to forget God. Oh, can't talk about God. Excuse me, excuse me. Behind most good things in America is God. But we get fat and happy. Excuse me. Amen. Come on. That's the truth. All you got to do is do your little history yourself instead of listening to somebody tell you what to think. Why don't you go study a little bit and research a little bit. And don't read the latest and greatest thing, but dig a little deeper and go back a little further. And you'll find out, well, look at that. Our country was founded on Christian principles and Actually believe the Ten Commandments and things like that. Well, isn't that funny? Say, behind most good things in America, you find God. Now, here's a famous quote. I didn't say it. Otherwise, I really would be famous. Say this one with me. 
if we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Who said that? Ronald Reagan. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, we will be a nation gone under. And I guess that's why that comment bothered me so much the other day. Because here's a man, civil engineer. My gut tells me he had a government job. That's just my gut told me this. After meeting a lot of people. Pretty well off. You move to that area so you can have your golf course home. I know the area really well. You can't do that unless you can afford it. But it's hard to be an American. But what really saddened me is that here's a grandfather and a father, a father and a grandfather not communicating to his children how great this country is. There's a whole generation and possibly two generations now that don't know. And that is a problem. Y'all agree with that? And that's why we have a lot of the problems we have in our country right now. It's hard to make everybody just rip it, isn't it? When you're so selfish and enamored with you. We've got to dig deeper than that, guys. Title of the message, Lest We Forget. Lest We Forget. How many have ever heard that statement before? That Just that lest we forget. You ever seen that somewhere? Or you just seen it? Or you don't know where it comes from? But it's sort of an odd statement. It's three words. Lest we forget. Where did it come from? The phrase, lest we forget, originated guess where? Well, look at that. Behind most good things in America is who? God. And that, that phrase, you'll go to, well, let's just keep reading. I'm getting ahead of myself. Where did it come from? Deuteronomy 4. What nation is there so great? that hath statutes and judgments so righteous as this law, which I set before you this day. Only take heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently. Say it with me. Lest thou forget the things which your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Say that last part with me. But teach them to thy sons and thy sons' sons. We're having a message like this today to encourage us to not forget. That's what, that's what this Memorial Day is all about. It's about remembering lest we what? Forget. So let's talk about that phrase, lest we forget. It's commonly used, lest we forget, in case you've seen it and you're wondering where you've seen it. Wait a minute. It's commonly used to remember the soldiers who bled and died to preserve this nation's freedom. You have seen it. You're right. You'll see it in different places, different documents, even magazines, books. Over, this, over the years, that phrase, lest we forget, is out there. So... It became a plea. These three words from the Bible became a plea in our country not to forget the past sacrifices that others made. And those three words are out there. They're, if you start looking now, you'll see it. It's in places. You go to Washington, D.C. You go to cemeteries. You go to places. They're better buried. Are you kidding me? It'd be interesting to go to the one in Sarasota and see how many times you might see it. I don't know. I haven't counted them. That'd be a good project for somebody. Amen? It's going to take all day, I'm going to tell you. 
Here we go. It's often used as a what? An epitaph on gravestones. You see it right there? That's where you've seen it. You've been walking in graveyards. You've gone to funerals. And look, you'll be walking by. Well, well, look at that. Lest we forget. Right from the Bible. It's often the only, this is amazing to me. It's often the only words that will be on war memorials. If you're a history buff or you like to see war memorials or you're a veteran and that matters to you big time in your heart, listen, often you'll see the war memorial. It won't go. It won't say a bunch. It'll just say these three words. Say them with me. Lest we forget. Why did they put that memorial there? Guess why? Lest we what? That's why they're in our country. That's why we have memorials. Y'all understand that? So the message, lest we forget. Now we're rolling, buddy. Here we go. Deuteronomy. This, this phrase comes from Deuteronomy chapter 4. Why don't you see Deuteronomy 30 for just a moment? God's Word. God speaking. I have set before you this day life and good, death and evil, in that I command you this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments and His statutes and His judgments. That thou mayest what? Live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless you in the land where you go to possess it. This is written to the Israelites. But people who came to this country from England and Holland, these were the scriptures that guided them. These were the scriptures that propelled them to come to this nation, to this land, and to start what we know as the United States of America. That's our heritage, guys. It comes from right here. But look at this warning, lest you forget. But if your heart turn away, so you won't hear, but you shall be drawn away and worship other gods. What other gods? It's hard to be an American. Can you imagine God in heaven sitting and listening to that mass? Yes or no? Say we ain't seen hard. Y'all know that, yes or no? Now, I've been through hard times. I've been treated miserably by, miserably by some people in my life. Like dirt, like trash. I get that. But just because these bad people that do some bad things don't mean we live in a bad country. You got that, yes or no? Don't be so selfish that you throw the whole country in the trash, okay? Come on! Having that grateful heart and that grateful spirit that you live in. Living in America means you can be treated like crap and get up and still make it. Amen. You have opportunity in this country. Amen. It's beautiful. Let me tell you something. God's Word says if you harden your heart and you won't hear, you're going to be drawn away. You're going to worship other gods and you're going to serve selfishness and it's all about me. Whatever. You fill in the blank. Here's what God's Word says. I will denounce you. Oh, I don't know about this lest we forget message. You better be listening. There's a judgment of God that follows if we don't remember. And you know it. People that are all about themselves, that think they picked on all the time, they got about zero friends. You understand? Say, be grateful for whatever you have. And be grateful you live right here, baby. I'm telling you. And God says, you're going to perish. And, and I will not prolong your days in that land. America better wake up. We are America. 
The church better wake up big time. Thank Him. Amen. Fall on our face before Him. Come on. Verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. What day? The day I've set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Say that last part with me. Therefore, do what? Choose life that both you and your soul, your seed, shall live, your children. It's a choice you're going to have to make to be grateful that you live in this country. Did you hear me, yes or no? Don't take it for granted. When you see things you don't like, you can become a critic and a cynic and an armchair quarterback. Or you can double down and say, God, I might not like this, and I don't agree with that. But God, I am so grateful for this, and I'm grateful for this, and I'm grateful for this. And you fight back like a dog. You hear me? You fight back. That's what this verse is teaching us. Don't forget, guys. You hear me, yes or no? Why has everything got to be so good all the time? It ain't. It's reality. But we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. Can we come on? Praise the Lord. No question about it. Amen. So let's not forget. Now let's learn a little bit. Let's learn a little bit because the chicken's almost done. I want to go back to Deuteronomy 4. So this is a decision. He says choose life, guys. This is the decision. Here's your decision. I'm proud to be an American. Or like my buddy Charlie. Charlie, are you here? Where are you at, Charlie? Are you in the building? There you are. Charlie went with me to North Carolina. Is this a true story? Did the guy say that? Yes or no? He did. And here's Charlie as we're leaving the restaurant. Here's Charlie. It's so hard to be an American where at least I know I'm free. If you know Charlie, you know that's him. That's the choice you have in life. I'm proud to be an American. It's hard to be an American. God says choose which way you're going to be. One is life and one is death. What will kill this country is people saying, it's hard to be an American. You'll watch our country just shrivel up and die. And those who died in vain, what a pitiful, pitiful appreciation we have if we don't stand up and, and thank God. Amen? Say. Amen? So this is important. So let's go back to Deuteronomy 4 for just a moment, not long. Behold, I've taught you statutes and judgments. Even as the Lord my God commanded me, this is Moses writing, that you should do so in the land where you go to possess it. Now remember, our forefathers used these scriptures as their guiding light. That's why they braved the bloody seas and came over here. This was what led them, their faith in God. And by the way, that's not me as some wild-eyed preacher making that up. It's called the history books. So... Keep therefore and do them. For this is your wisdom, watch it, and your understanding. In the sight of the who? Nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, say it with me, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Who does the world look today as the greatest nation on the face of the earth? Somebody take a wild guess. The what? 
the USA. Flat out. There's nothing wrong with being a leader. The United States is the leader of the free world. Period. Things change over the last many years. We look at the America, many people look at America now as an equal player at the table where we all hold hands together with the other countries and sing Kumbaya. That's not leadership. Leadership is out front. Not shoving on people, but when it comes time, it might have to be done. The bottom line is right is right. And, we're liber and we have liberty and freedom and we're going to keep it that way. And that's called leadership. And God blesses that. And that's, that's, in essence, that's what this is saying. If you follow me, if you do right, if you... And this nation was established on God's principles. And people say today, oh, you can't have the Ten Commandments. And they take them down. As if not stealing, if stealing is a good thing. Or if, or if committing adultery is a good thing. Or if, or if killing somebody is a good thing. That's the Ten Commandments. That's what made us made our laws. That's what made us a great nation. And now we wonder why people are going crazy. I tell you, don't forget. Don't forget, God will judge us. If we keep His laws, the nations of the world are going to look up to us. And that's exactly what's happened for a long time now. What nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them? Is there a country in the world today that does more for the gospel of Jesus Christ in the whole world than the United States? Absolutely not. You might not know this, but 90% of the world's mission work, charity, but mission work, the gospel charity, 90% comes to, I'll let you fill in the blank. Which country? Just take a wild guess. The United States. Do you hear me? This is beautiful, guys. What nation is there so great who God, with God so nigh unto them? As the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon. I know this was for Israel, but I'm going to tell you right now, the promises of God are for us too, guys. If you do right, man, they're yours. You just happen to live in a country that was founded on Him. Not that we're perfect. We screw up. we got leaders that screw up. I get that. And we screw up. But boy, is our foundation ever good. What nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as this law, which I've set before you this day? That's that passage right before the words, lest we forget. So, wow, what a great nation we are. We need to remember that. Don't ever forget who we are. And I'm not saying being arrogant, but give God the praise for all the great things that we have in this country. That's what my message is today. Charlie, is that where we were? Right there. I met a man this past week who forgot. But unfortunately, he ran into me. I think we made a little impression on him. What do you think, Charlie? Oh, he won't forget. <laughs> Charlie's a little architect, draftsman architect guy here. And so the guy was drawing some house plans. So while I'm fighting with the guy, Charlie's drawing his little house for him. We tag-teamed it, didn't we? He was the good cop, I'm the bad cop. Amen? He said it's hard to be an American. I don't buy it. I think it's bull. I think it's bull if you say it's hard to be an American. Did you hear me? Yes or no? I don't know if I told you, but this guy, his parents came from Italy. Did I say that to you? 
they came from Italy in 1920. I got a feeling when they came from Italy, they didn't get off the boat at Ellis Island and go, it's hard to be an American. I got a feeling they said, thank God we're here. And I bet they were abused. I bet you his parents went through some kind of abuse as Italians. It was not easy for them. But I can see them scrubbing floors. He didn't say this, but I can just imagine them scrubbing the floors and doing whatever they had to do. And they were glad to do it. You remember back in the day when you had your first job and you were glad you had your first job? Let me see your hand if you remember your first job and you were glad you got it. Sometimes I wonder now if we get a job in like a funeral service at the house. I'm like, yes, i got to go to work. Work used to be a good thing. You hear me? And hard work was a good thing. He forgot. Sad, man. Sad. How do I never forget? That's the message now, and I'm going to be done here quickly. How do I never forget? It's not hard. Not hard. Not hard for me to tell you. It's hard for you not to do it. Here we go. This verse says this. What verse? The verse that says, lest we forget in it. It's not hard. Two things. Say that first line to lest we forget with me. Here we go. How do I never forget? Here we go. Only take heed to yourself and keep thy soul diligently lest. So there's two things right there that you need to do. Let's break them down really quick. It's not hard. We don't need it. The chicken's burning. Here we go. Number one, take heed to yourself. Don't worry about what the man said. Worry about what you say. You take heed to your mouth. Take heed to what's inside of you. You work on your thought life about this country. You hear me? Yes or no? Let's, let's get your act together. Come on. Number two, keep your soul diligently. What does that mean? Well, not only do you need to take heed to yourself, but number two, you're going to have to work really hard at it. When you catch yourself being an ingrate, kick yourself in the rear end. Yes or no? When you start, oh, they're bad. This is bad. Washington's bad. And a lot of people, I don't like it all. But I love this country. And if you don't like them, just a matter of time, they're going to be gone. Because thank God the way our government's set up, we can do that. Amen? Say. Hang in there. And guess what? Inglewood's my town. You know what I look at Inglewood as? America. I can't change Washington. I can't. But you know what I can do? I can make a change in Inglewood. I can make this the best America there is in the country right here. I'm going to make this. I want this to be the best church there is. Is it? Well, it is to me. I want to work hard at it. Amen. Say, when I go to McDonald's or wherever I go, I want them to see a guy that loves this country but loves them and cares about our town. Or I go to Lemon Bay High School, I want them to see that Gary Clark is proud to be out here at Lemon Bay High School. Or any school. I want us to use our campus to help with kids who are struggling, who are going to contemplate suicide. I want to make it the best we can make it. Amen? And not look down. Amen? So those two points. And let's just read Psalm 103. I'm going to read it. I'm going to ask you to say what pops up to the left. That's all we're going to do. I want you to practice with me. How can I not forget? How can I not forget? I've got to take heed to myself and I've got to keep my soul. I've got to work at it down in my gut. I've got to watch this. I've got to, I've got to do, I can do better. I'm going to read Psalm 103. And it's going to pop up to the left if you'll read the left. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Loudly. Don't forget to do that. Got it? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not His benefits. 
It's hard to be an American. Sound like somebody forgot the golf course house. Amen. Yes or no? Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your disease? Sounds pretty nice to me. Who redeems my life from destruction? Who crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies? Let me say something to you. I don't care how bad it gets here. Listen to me. The fact that you live in a country where the gospel of Jesus Christ is preached and you can hear the message of Jesus that He died on a cross, He rose from the dead, and you can be saved from a devil's hell should cause us to shut our mouth and never complain about this country. You hear me say, I live in the greatest country where we're free and we hear the gospel every week, every day, on TV, on radio. And that's the greatest news ever. Yes or no? They're not telling you can't do it. They're not telling you wear this, do this. No. You live in America. You're free. Right there ought to be it for me. That's it for me. God saved me from a devil's hell. Where did he do it? Right here in the United States of America. That's where I heard the gospel. Amen? Come on. That's good stuff, man. Come on. Help me now when it pops up. Who satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like an eagle. Yeah, he is. There we go. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. And I want to tell you, if you start poor mouth in this country, I really believe behind it all is your poor mouth in God. That's ugly of me, ain't it? How in the world can we live in this great country? And not be thankful to God and give Him the credit. I ain't saying give the President the credit. I ain't saying give the Congress the President. I'm saying give God the credit. Amen? Come on. He always does right. He's a great God. So start working on this. Read Psalm 103. You've got to take heed to yourself. You've got to dig down deep in your gut if you are not going to forget, guys. This message ain't going to do it for you. You're going to have to work at it. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Not a hard message. I'm done. I will not forget. I will not forget. I will not forget. I want somebody to pop me square in the mouth. If you ever hear me say, it's hard to be an American. I give you an open invitation to hit me in the face. Okay? <laughs> How many want me to do that to you if you do it? Can I see a few hands in the house? Okay. Good, good, good. Come on. Come on. As far as the east is from the west, just more blessings. So far has God removed our sins from us. Like a father pities his children, so the Lord God, he pities those that reverence him and respect him. God knows that we struggle sometimes with our gratitude. He knows that. He knows that our frame is but dust. He pities us. That means he, he can work with us. But don't push him. You hear me, yes or no? He's not calling us to perfection because he knows we got skin and flesh and bones. But he's expecting us to work hard at this. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind will pass over, 
and it's gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. I'm Gary Clark, two R's, and I live in Inglewood. But I'll die one day, and most folks won't even know who I was. My chance to shine is now. Say that with me. My chance to shine is now. One more time. My chance to shine is now. That's your chance. You have it now. It's hard to be an American. Boy, that sure takes the shine off of you. Your chance to shine as a believer in Christ and as a, as a citizen of this great country is right now. Don't talk about what you're going to do later. You'd be dead in a hammer. Live today. Be grateful today. Don't forget today. That's the message this morning. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him or reverence or respect Him or appreciate Him. His righteousness will be unto His children's children. If you forget, your children will forget. If you forget to talk about God's goodness and God's blessing and how great it is to be an American citizen, listen to me, your children will grow up and never know such a thing. Who's going to tell them? I am! You hear me say Excuse me, I scared you. You'll be fine. I don't force feed my kids love your country. I don't say, you had to love your country. You're going to be in the street. I ain't going to have nothing to do with you. My kids are their own free people. But guess what? My two grown young'uns love America. Why? And they don't agree with Daddy on everything. That's for sure. But somehow, if you'll do this, it will pass on down. Amen? Come on. To such as keep His covenant, to those that do what? That what? That what? His covenant. Amen. I got to quit, Roger. It's not hard to be an American when we don't forget, guys. It's not hard to be American when you don't forget. And we're going to say this. Will you stand up with me? Come on. we got to go. It's chicken time. Come on. Here we go. I need you to do this. I can't do it because I blew my voice out. So I need you to do everything you can. But I can't do it because I already tried. I'm shot. Here we go. On the count of three, I need you to say never forget three times as loud as humanly possible. Scream it. It's okay. I want you to go nuts on me. Ready? Are you ready? Do you get the drill? Three times, never forget. Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Let's praise the Lord. Amen. I think we had a good day at the Fellowship Church. <laughs> Amen. If you didn't get